All right, everybody, we're back with episode seven of Two Dope Brothers in a Podcast. In this episode, I do have to give you guys a little bit of warning. We are going to talk about some real stuff, um, so if you're easily offended, um, might want to skip this one and come back for the next episode, but uh, it gets a little political, gets a little heated, um, but still a great episode anyway, guys. You'll laugh, you'll cry, uh, you'll probably have all types of emotions down in your lower regions too. Um, so check it out. It's episode seven, Two Dope Brothers in the Podcast. Thanks, guys. Welcome, everybody, to Two Dope Brothers and a Podcast. This is episode seven. Um, I felt I feel really good about episode seven, Chris. Um, I, I, I feel like I feel today's been a good day. Why? Because we should call it the John Elway episode? Um, okay. Okay, yeah, number seven. There we go. All right, great, great number seven. <laughs> or we could call it the Mike Vick episode. I don't know. Ooh, uh, ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ah, pass. Mm. Pass. pass. How have you pass. been, bud? I've been good, dude. Um, week's been uh, pretty good, pretty uh, exciting. Um, got the Halloween costume ready for the little guy. He's going to be uh, Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas, so that'll be fun. And um, just looking forward uh, to talking about Nebraska's first football win of the season. Woohoo! What about you, sir? What's, uh, what's new in the world of Chris? I just got home from uh, Wisconsin just a couple minutes ago. We're just walking the door. Um, long week of work away from the family, so that's always, uh, you know, it's a tough time, but uh, it's fun. I got to see some people I haven't seen in a long time, spent some time with some work friends. That was nice. Drank a lot of beer. There was there was beer consumed uh, up in Wisconsin, if you can believe that. It was um, it was an enjoyable experience. Oh, yes, I, I love Wisconsin this time of year. Yeah. Cheese, beer, can't go wrong. Uh, within like uh, within an hour of landing, I had had a spotted cow and cheese curds in my face, so <laughs> that was pretty dope. It's a that prerequisite. Like, is that code for you went to a strip club or? Jeez, no, not in Madison, bro. I'm not a savage. (laughs) (laughs) Slim pickings, slim pickings. Yeah, no. All right, good on that. Sounds like a a fun week, sir, but glad you're home. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Um, So I guess we didn't get Eric for the podcast this week. No, we sure didn't. Uh, He's anxiously sitting by his Xbox with my other friends waiting for the release of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 tonight. It's been like like six or seven years we've been waiting for this game, and it comes out tonight. So they're all excited. Ah, yes, I did hear about this. You know, actually, I got a buddy who I think is uh, working on that game. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. We had talked for months about it. And Probably more like years because it's seriously been under development forever. Yeah, I think he just got to wherever he is in the process with dealing with the game. But, um, yeah, I, I've seen, you know, I've been out of gaming for a while. I mean, you put on some Resident Evil 2, I'll beat that shit in like half an hour. That was one of the scarier games I've ever played. Uh, that was one of the ones where I, we would sit around as full-grown college men and play it in the dark and be be pretty spooked. Yeah, I mean, it spooked the hell out of me at 4.30 p.m., so... <laughs> oh, that is, uh, it was more about the atmosphere then you know not so much the jump out scares but the atmosphere it created it was a great game but i have been out of the gaming culture uh since uh, probably ps2 was where i kind of fell off so um 
but I've heard a lot about this game and how amazing the story is and the action. So um, be anxious to see if we can get him on here, maybe hopefully next week, and he can tell us about his gaming experience um, with the uh, new Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can pull him away from it for a while. Yeah, well, or maybe, you know. or maybe we get him mid online gaming stream because that's usually when he's at his, uh, he's at his peak of whatever he is. Hilarity, uh, the insults come flying fast and furious. <laughs> he's he's a sharp witted, silver tongued little devil. All five foot seven of them. Oh, five foot seven of them. Beautiful, beautiful man. Beautiful man. <laughs> beautiful man. Your brother. <laughs> All right, so I, I guess Chris, let's 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 talk about it, man. Nebraska. Let's get to it. I can't wait any longer. First we did it. Win of the season. Um, it, I, I don't know, dude. It, it just it looked like a different team out there. Uh, they played well. It it did and it didn't. It's it it did. Uh, it it looked like a light bulb had gone on at some point, and then directly after the the halftime festivities. It was like uh, the light bulb went off for a minute. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was good. I think, um, again, first half was more of the same. Um, you know, teams are going to get better as the season goes on. They figured out ways to put points on the board. Um, but, you know, where it gets tough for Nebraska, and I, it, it's still a long road to go, uh, you got to learn how to put teams away. Um, you can't allow them to come back and score however many points that were scored um, and still feel like, you know, we're comfortable. Enough. You don't want to get into a gunfight at the end of the game. Um, you, you really want to be able, if you can put a 28-point lead on somebody or 21-point lead on somebody, you got to be able to put them away. You know, maybe they get a score in the second half, but that's all they get. Um, yeah. But they're, they're a ways away from that, and I think, you know, but – they came out there and like Scott Frost said, the bo- they, they play tough. Like they, they had to go in there and fight for it and they fought for it. So I was happy to see the win. Um, I think there's another winnable game coming up this weekend. And of course my prediction still you, you, stands you strong. Think, we're going to, yeah, you think we're gonna, this weekend's kind of winnable. Oh uh, yeah. And <laughs> my prediction stands strong. We're going to beat Ohio state. Um, so yeah, you stick with it, you crazy son of a bitch. You stick with I'm it. I'm gonna fucking stick with it, and when I win, I am gonna rub it in so bad. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be obnoxious at best. Yeah, I just don't think we're gonna get there, but it'd be nice. Yeah. No, they look like they cleaned up some things. They played a little bit different. I mean, I like to see the big plays. I like to see uh, my guy uh, Ziggy Stardust. I like to see him break some big <laughs> runs, put some points on the board. You know. <laughs> That's been missing for a long, long time in Nebraska, big explosive plays. So to see some of those in that, in that game, uh, Mo Washington had a couple big-ass runs. Uh, Martinez looks sick. You know, the special teams is still a thing. Like, it's still not it's, – it's a, like a D-minus, bro. It's a, it's a strong D-minus, which we got to get better than that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm watching Virginia Tech right now. Get their, get about to get the doors blown off, and um... – you know, special teams is just, you know, like beaver ball, right? You got to you gotta be – that's one area of the game you just got to have a luck. Whether it's the kicking game, whether it's recoveries, you just got to be good. And that, that'll cost you. It'll cost you. I mean – It has cost them. It's cost them a couple of victories already this year. It's cost them missed field goals, 
bad field position. Like it just hasn't gone their way in that side, but yeah. um, they'll figure it out. I think, I think they'll eventually get there. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think, you know, what, what Scott had said after the game um, kind of was the most telling thing, right? Where, you know, this is a confidence builder uh, for the team. And I, I kind of like where he, you know, one thing I like about Scott Frost is he doesn't mince his words. He's not outright disrespectful to people, but he'll, he'll, he'll tell it like it is. And he had said, you know, um, it took losing for some guys to come around and see we had to do things our way. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that's just nothing truer than that, you know, especially when you're dealing with a bunch of young men coming into adulthood. Um, you know, you, you might have been hot shit in your in your state winning national or winning a state championship. But when you come to the big leagues, you know, they're, they're, you got to be able to be coached. And um, I think that was probably the one big thing for Scott in this program was the coachability of some of these players. Um, you know, Scott has had success, not tremendous success um, to some of his other colleagues like an Urban Meyer um, or, you know, Ed Orgeron or any of these guys where you could, they could walk into a locker room and tell people what's up. Um, and I think, you know, the, the kids had to, had to lose uh, to build the character. And I think, you know, that was good for them. Um, you know, the seniors, obviously it's kind of sad to see them have to go through that. But uh, for a lot of these young kids, it's, it's the wake up call, you know, okay we can win. All right. If we do the things that our coaches are telling us, we can get a W. Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's great to see the light bulb, you know, go off. Uh, there's a couple of tough games left on the schedule where, you know, you're going to have to put that to the test now um, and make sure it just really wasn't a flash in the pan or we're, you know, dog shit, terrible. Um, you know, you got to put it to the test and see if you got the, uh, the toughness to really kind of stick it out when you got to go against the big dogs. Why is uh, why is dog shit always the uh, lowest common denominator? Is that the worst thing on the planet? Dog shit, terrible. Is that is that it? I mean, there's <laughs> no other pile of shit that's worse to step in than dog shit. So, uh, uh, all right. Uh, I mean, it's, all right. It, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dog shit. Dog shit, terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what are you thinking? Like gerbil shit, terrible, or no, that's, raccoon that's pretty... shit, terrible. Well, raccoon shit um, might be probably bad. How about just human shit? Baby, that baby shit. Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, boy, yeah, they Enough got shit a tough, talking. Enough shit talking. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, they got a tough, uh, a couple tough games, and we'll. Uh, I hope they've kind of figured it out from here on. It's, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that, uh, I'm praying for the best, man. We got to beat Ohio State. You you do you man you be uh, you be optimistic I I'm like gonna that be me. I'm gonna be me that's what this go. great country was founded on me being me <laughs> yep uh, I'm watching the uh, well no it's not even on yet I'm trying to watch the Nuggets and Lakers game the undefeated uh, Denver Nuggets I'm on the bandwagon now we're undefeated <laughs> God <laughs> <laughs> did you pull out your Allen Iverson jersey from like 2005 I did I did. <laughs> Where that's pretty sweet. Nice. No, I was more of a Lafonso Ellis, Dikembe Mutombo, Bryant Stiff, Mahmoud Abdul Aruf. That was that was those are my guys. Uh, so you go back. You're 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 an old school fan, for sure, for sure. Nice, nice. I can get behind that. I can definitely get behind that. Um, but more importantly, in things that nobody gives a shit about, uh, let's talk about the World Series because <laughs> this is quite honestly. The most I don't give a shit about the World Series because it is two coastal teams 
playing in the fall with, classic with and really I, polarizing feelings about him you either are a red Sox lover or you hate him and you're either a dodgers lover or you hate him there's no in between there's nobody who's like meh kind of like the red Sox. no i mean it, it's, it, a, it's a terrible world series if it was Astros Brewers, I probably would have tuned in just to see the the fun of the Fall Classic. I cannot stand the Boston Red Sox. I can't stand much from Boston. I don't even really like Sam Adams. I drink it because it's cheap, but I really don't care for Boston anything. Um, and the Dodgers are just a bunch of pompous assholes. And I really don't give a shit. I, I would really wish we could get a do over. Um, I wish the Yankees were in this thing. Somebody I could remotely actually give a shit about, but this is probably the worst matchup. Now, don't get me wrong. MLB's loving it. Two major markets, Boston, LA, we get it. But really, the caliber of players, the teams that are actually involved, nobody gives a rat's ass. Um, because like you said, you either love them or you hate them. And for most of America, who really probably aren't Dodger or Red Sox fans, nobody cares. Yeah, it's uh, it's been tough to, uh, I've, you know, just sitting around trying to watch it. It's been tough to, I don't know if I've even watched more than 10 or 15 minutes of it. I just couldn't care less. But both teams I don't, I dislike, so... It's somehow like if the two bad guys played each other in a movie, like you want both bad guys to lose somehow. That's uh, I hate it. It's 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 not fun for me. That's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. Just absolutely god awful. Yep. Um, so, speak going back to the NBA. Um, have you seen this uh, fight between uh, Rondo and CP3? Yeah. Uh, What's your take Rondo, on it? What's your take on it, Chris? I mean, you're you're, Rondo, you're a fighting guy. <laughs> Rondo landed a pretty a pretty good little left poke. He got him good. Uh, you know, usually NBA fights are pretty wimpy, and this one like had a, a pretty good little uh, yeah, some some nice nice get to itness. I, I was uh, I was all right seeing that. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like the emotion in my sports. Um, you know, yeah. these, these Rondo's, guys Rondo's kind of a dick though. Like Rondo's a dickhead, and I like, and I think I think CP3 is a dickhead too. So those guys together, like that, could be fun in the Western Conference. Like, let's see that boil up a little bit more. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think um, you know, from the perspective of the entertainment value. I like to see that emotion in sports. Um, yeah. You obviously don't want to see it get to another palace incident like the uh, Detroit Pistons had where uh, – Don't you. The don't stand. you. Because I kind of <laughs> like the train wreck, bro. I'm always rooting for the fucking train wreck. And so if we can get a couple dudes up in the stands, some fans on the court, some fists thrown, I'm all for that. Yeah. I See, again, it just – but. <laughs> I mean, you just literally <laughs> condemned the actions of the UFC fight last week, and now you're on yeah, here because, talking about the NBA no, being no. cool if they decide to throw fisticuffs. I mean, I didn't say, mind, Chris. You can't I have it both ways. You're I talking out of say, both sides of your ass. I didn't enjoy it. I just thought it was a bad look for the UFC because it felt a little, uh, you know, uh, a little script to me, maybe. But I, I like to see the train wreck, man. It gives you something to talk about. It's, uh, it's funny. It does give us there's, something to talk about. There's memes that come from it. There's, you know, there's good stuff that comes out of uh, all-out 
chaos. I like that sometimes. Yeah, I, I, well, I love to see the emotion. Um, you know, you just want to keep a clean image on your sport. Um, listen, who spit? Who didn't spit? I didn't see any spit. Um, I didn't see spit either. I mean, but if like, he did spit, he deserved to get his ass kicked. You don't spit at somebody. I mean, I'm going to keep it real, Chris. In black culture, we just don't spit on people. That's just not a thing we do. Um, you're pretty much going to talk about something. You're going to say the trigger word, and then we're throwing blows. Um, so, yeah, this whole spitting incident thing, I'm like, you know, this is a little, little beneath us. Um, it, <laughs> I think somebody just wanted to take a swing and take a crack, and it had been boiling over for a long time. Um, Puts LeBron in a tough position because he was holding CP3 back. Yeah, uh, why did he pick up CP3? I know they must be obviously be boys or something because, yeah, yeah if – if another dude on another team picks me up, we're going. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's LeBron's coming influence in the situation. I, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> or maybe it's LeBron is a king, giant. The king counselor. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, this whole thing started with a shove from Brandon Ingram to uh, James Harden. And those two kind of. You know, backed out of it. I mean, Ingram, Brandon Ingram came in with a, a haymaker at the end of this thing. Um, but, you know, it's sports, man. It, it's aggressive. It's aggressive in nature. And, you know, we these things are to be expected. Um, the suspensions were handed out. I believe CP3 got two games and Rondo three. Um, so clearly. It's totally we, worth it. That's totally worth it. We can two, see who the uh, NBA believed was more at fault here. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I like to see the aggression. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe a little bit too much. Um, you know, I don't know if we need to swing, but a, a push and a shove, letting somebody know you're there, standing your ground, I, I don't mind it. No, we definitely, definitely needed a fight. That was... Uh... That's that was the best thing about that game. It's, we're still talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I can see your point. Yes, let him fight. Give him two games for it. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking into it, am I? All right. Yeah, All just, right. I, I mean, come why on, Chris. It, why can they do it in hockey? Let these guys do it in the NBA. Come on. It'd be a lot less bullshit flopping if there were some dudes getting punched in the mouth on the regular. Yeah, yeah, but then you got to put this in front of the kids. Uh, you got to think about the kids, Chris. We're family men now. God damn it! What about the kids? I don't. You can't give me that argument. That's a that's a that's a no go zone for me. Just people that give me that. You've got to uh, you got to just be a parent and let the world be the world. <laughs> let chaos happen. Let chaos happen. Am I being too snowflakeish? You are. You're a fucking snowflake, is what you are. You goddamn liberal. <laughs> goddamn proud of it, Chris. <laughs> Hillary was robbed. <laughs> Blue tsunami. Blue tsunami. <laughs> Let's go. Oh man! All right. What else can we talk about, Chris? What else is What else is exciting in the world of uh, sports? Um. Oh boy, something really good in sports. Uh, nothing. The, if you watch that, uh, it's the Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins. No, I'm not going to watch that. You got to give me something better than that for football tonight. So, so let's talk. Um, about, let's. I think this is worth talking about. Uh, okay, and worth a discussion. 
Thursday night football. All mm. right. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I love having more football throughout the course of the week. But stop with the dog shit matchups. Okay. I mean, Texans-Dolphins. I, 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 Texans I, 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 I take offense to that because the Broncos played on it last week. Yeah. Dog shit matchups. I'm standing yeah. by my word. No, your this team, one, your no. team is hot dog shit, Chris. They are bad. Um, <laughs> so, no, but for real, uh, yeah, tonight's matchup is not watchable. Uh, it's... I, I mean, you're literally isolating the viewership to the southern half of the country between Miami and Texas. Next week, you've got the 49ers in Oakland. That's a West Coast matchup. And those two teams are about as bad as they get. And, I mean, you're not getting a matchup that has any type of gravitas. Um, I mean – Woo, big word. There's your $5 word for the day. I uh, know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to elevate the level of the podcast, Chris. And so, like, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, who's on now for college, right? Virginia Tech's leading the coastal side of the ACC and potentially playing for the ACC championship game. They've got skin in the game. I mean, this is in, – in, as you can see now, Georgia Tech is giving it to them. You know, I just really think the NFL has got to stop with this quick money grab of let's just put a game on Thursday and say, hey, you know what? Thursday should be a highlight the same way Monday is a highlight, the same way Sunday night is a highlight. Let's get two teams in here that are decent and get good matchups on a, on a Thursday night. There's a huge opening and market on a Thursday night where you can steal a lot of ratings from the major networks, but you got to put good fucking games on. And I'm tired of watching dog shit teams play on Thursday fucking night. Yeah, they, uh, I don't have, I just don't like, I'll, I'll watch football as long as it's like a good game. I don't want to watch the terrible Texans. I, I just, that's not my, and Brock Osweiler is playing. Come on, guys. Can't yeah. have Brock Osweiler on my TV right now. Yeah, he, he kind of just gave it to you guys raw, no lube, and took Whoa. the money and ran. Well, yeah, and then we brought him back and then tragically cut him in the most sad way to make him – to get our payback. He was no good. Yeah, uh, mediocre quarterback at best. And mm-hmm. by at best, I mean not at all. <laughs> He's terrible. He's yeah, hot he garbage. He wasn't great. Absolutely hot garbage. Um, so I guess we could, uh, talk about a real life world event. Um, so somebody is mailing explosives or suspicious packages, uh, to people in different political parties and, uh, former presidents, uh, people that ran for president. Um, the fuck is this world coming to Chris? Well, you know, I don't really know too much about what's been going on. I've been pretty busy, but I've heard uh, just kind of the headlines, and I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I mean, it sounds scary. Um, are they real bombs? Like, are they, is it, or is it, I kind of heard maybe that they were fake bombs, but still. Yeah, suspicious the, devices, you know. It's the spirit of that is kind of scary, like that yeah. is, and I feel like uh it's the easy it's the easy easy thing to say that it's trump leading the charge against the media and against democrats and firing up all these hillbillies to make fake bombs and send it to them i think that's the easy story Mm. i think there's a like 
things are just fucking broken. It sucks. Like people want to hate so much and they want to be so angry and they want to do the next big thing that gets them on the news. And it just, it just, the whole thing feels just, I just hate how it makes me feel like it, it's, uh, it's society and it's this just ugh, ugliness, black darkness that we have like kind of clouded over us. And I, I don't think it's just Trump. I think he's just an ingredient in the shit stew. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, let me launch into this by saying, um, I'm going to get on my political horse here. Um, this usually is not a political podcast. So for those of you listening, I'll try to keep this rant short and sweet. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of fear in America, Um, a lot of fear. And, you know, here's my issue with what's going on in this country. We are afraid to talk to each other. And we're afraid to actually shut the hell up and listen to what somebody else has to say. And we're also afraid of the fact that people might not agree with everything that we think the world should be, and especially that of which is America. It's okay, people, to have different points of view. It is okay not to agree on things. But when you're going to have the political conversation, shut up and fucking listen to the other person. Just because they disagree with you does not make them wrong. Just because they have a different point of view does not make them right, okay? But that's the beauty of this country. You're allowed to think whatever the fuck you want. Okay? You go to some of these Middle Eastern countries, you think differently, you speak differently. Yeah, they're putting a bullet in the back of your head. We don't have that problem here. But we got to stop acting as if everybody else is the problem and not wanting to hear what the other side has to say. With that being said, President Trump has to take responsibility. He has to take responsibility. You don't get to spew all your hatred and your rhetoric and don't think you're influencing people. You are the most influential man in this country. Stop acting like a fucking child. Be a goddamn grown-up and lead the country that is currently divided under your leadership. Yeah, but he's never going to do that. That's not in his makeup. That's not who he is. He's old as shit. He's not going to change. That's that's just who he is then we as a people have to be fucking smarter than the asshole who's leading our country. I'm sorry. If, if we can't do that, if we can't see that we shouldn't be engaging each other on a different level of conversation about the things that are dividing us or things that are keeping us from having a clear opinion on something, then I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're doomed to fail because there is no way you can allow this man who is horseshit as far as the moral compass goes just absolutely dog shit terrible yeah i said it dog shit terrible you can't allow him to be your compass he is not that guy i'm sorry i'm just you know the thing if i as a black man ran for president on the platform that trump has ran on i would be under the jail I would have been taken out into the back of the plantation and a bullet put in my fucking head. And I'm going to keep it real, okay? 
Nobody else could get away with that shit. Maybe legalizing gay marriage, marijuana in Colorado, a fucking black president. Maybe that was just too much for most of the country. And we had to pump the brakes. But this asshole, this was not the fucking answer. That's what I'm going to say about that. We can move on to a different topic. Chris, take it away. <laughs> um, I was going <coughs> to talk about something that really grinds my gears, like Homer Simpson would say. What is that, Chris? What's grinding your gears? Let me just tell you a little story about when uh, you come back from a trip and uh, you go to the airport parking garage where you park your truck and there's people parked all around you, big cars, and you have to do a 142-point turnaround to get your truck out of the goddamn parking spot you were in after all you want to do is just go home. And I have to deal with this 142-point turnaround in the airport parking lot. It really chapped my ass tonight. I was pretty sad about it. I had to get out of my truck like four times. I'm a, I'm a super bad backer-upper. And so I, I, I have bad like depth perception. I even have a backup camera. And I, uh, I had to like you know get out and measure. <laughs> so mad um yeah and then i had to pull up a little bit and get out look and then i had to back up a little bit and look and it, it was for real like 142 point turnaround um but you know what i didn't hit either one of those cars at all it was uh it was pretty amazing i <laughs> but i was pissed off are you telling me your dodge ram pickup truck does not have smart backup and get me out it of does. a tight spot it, it it well it won't do it it's it, it just has the camera and the beeping and the yeah but uh i just called your car a dodge and you didn't say anything you did you snuck the dodge in there i didn't want to be that guy it's just a it's just a ram it's a dodge you can't find the word dodge on anywhere not anymore i'm sure there's like some piece in there that's got dodge written all over it there was on my black one <laughs> My old one, there was one little thing had a it said Dodge on it, but this one is uh, it's been wiped clean of any traces of the word Dodge. Yeah. Are you embarrassed to represent the Dodge name, Chris? No, hell no. No, I started out being a little uh, a little Dodge kid. I drove a Dodge Neon, bro. I was that was it with your frosted tips. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And my Janko pants, bumping and my, some li- bumping my, lip my, biscuit. My, my white K-Swiss, yes, there was quite a bit of Limp Biscuit played. <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, man, those were the days. Yeah, that those was a pretty good time back then. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I think we got to give the fans at least another five minutes of, of something. Um, okay, I'm down. Yeah. Five more minutes. Yeah, yeah, five more minutes at least. I know We, we got to lighten it up 30. from that political thing. God damn, yeah, that was yeah, really I just, I just feel like we, yeah. You made, me, like you made those... me sad. Well, I had to make you fucking sad, dude. This God. is a sad state of affairs in this country right now. It could be. Um, uh, so what's on the plan for the week? What are you guys doing for Halloween? Are you doing anything fun? Doing anything cool this weekend? Yeah, so we're gonna do uh we're gonna do some some Halloween activities uh up in Evanston here in Chicago. They've got uh some Halloween activities with a lot of the local businesses, so we'll pop up that way. Um and then uh, Halloween night, um, we have trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. And again, here, here's a topic, Chris. Um, trick-or-treating, do you do it on Halloween or is it okay to do it on another day? What the fuck kind of question is that? Of course, it's, <laughs> you only do it on Halloween. What kind of communist would do it on another day? Well, so, so where I'm from in Pennsylvania, they had trick-or-treating tonight. 
Um, and is it's that always, an Amish thing? What it's is always that? the last Thursday in the month um, where I'm from. But it just always felt wrong because it is wrong. No, it's because it that's is. That's what Halloween is made for. Is trick or treating. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's it kind of depend because you could go to some areas they would do it on uh, actual Halloween. Some areas did it the last Thursday of the month. But I feel like you got to. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard of, bro. So two things we've got to get away from. <laughs> trick or treating on the third Thursday. Trick or trick or yeah. treating on a day that's not Halloween. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but I keep seeing this thing for trunk or treat. Um, decorate oh, your, decorate your goddamn house and sit by the door for four hours and hand yes. out goddamn candy. Stop yes. being a lazy son of a bitch. I heard somebody and bring pulling that up, up in a parking day. lot and opening up a trunk and handing out candy. Yes. I mean, I, I get it. Maybe it's a convenience thing, but have we gone so far away from the spirit of Halloween that we can't just engage the children of our neighborhoods with some spooky ass shit in the yard and I handing think, out delicious or nasty ass candy? Uh, for four hours i mean no i th- I think what it is is so that helicopter parents can keep a better eye on their kids and they'll just go around in this little parking lot where the trunks are at like i somebody brought this up the other day and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and they were like oh you just like go to our i think it was at their gym or something and they were all gonna have all the parents back up and put oh their- god it's so i was stupid. like that is the stupidest thing and so when we first moved into this neighborhood where i live now uh, they would kind of do a similar thing. They would set out all these tables in front of the house and they would just like set up bowls on all the tables and the parents would kind of play cornhole or horseshoes or whatever. And I was like, this isn't really like, you're supposed to go like learn how to interact as a kid and knock on a door and meet your neighbors and say trick or treat and say please and thank you. And like, you're supposed to get to be a little spy and look in people's houses and see, oh, shit, they got a big TV. <laughs> they got a mean-ass dog. Like, that was, like, what the spirit of Halloween yeah, was. absolutely. Walking around just digging out of, of a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I thought it was some bullshit. So we uh, we kind of bullied everybody into doing it the right way. Oh, good. You should. I mean, it, it's yeah. – listen, back even in my day, uh, the parents would just walk up and down the street. They usually park it in a, a somebody's garage – and have a couple beers and hand out candy. I mean, now get, granted, it was a much different time, but um, you know, it's just the camaraderie of the neighborhood. Um, yeah, and you know, you lose some of that, I guess, nowadays um, with the craziness in this world. But yeah, you, you got to have trick or treat on Halloween, and you got to stop with this alternative um, shit. The one we're doing on Saturday, I think, is good. It's a lot of the businesses getting involved. And I think that's good, especially in, you know, like a city like Chicago, you want your businesses to be involved because it's not always easy to get to somebody's house um, in a city atmosphere. But if you live in a place where you can go door to door, stop fucking pulling up in a parking lot with a trunk and just actually embrace the spirit of true fucking Halloween and do the shit right for the kids. Yeah. You know, what? when I was a little kid. I think when I was a little kid, one year we went to the uh, Chapel Hills Mall in Colorado Springs, and we went trick or treating inside the mall, and it was, it was so fucking whack. Like it was the bunkest year of trick or treating ever. We got nine, we got like nine thousand Tootsie Rolls. Like we got the fat little log ones and the little ones, and then the long ones, like all different versions of Tootsie Rolls. It was the worst. Like it, it, so, we never did that again. Uh, yeah, that that actually sounds so terrible. Awful. It was really terrible. I mean, yeah. if you were going to tell me there was a zombie maze and, like, some no. really tricked-out shit, then maybe. It wasn't, but... any, it wasn't anything like that. It was just going, like, shop to shop at the mall. At the, yeah. Uh, that's complete horseshit. 
that's yeah. a true story. I don't like that. Not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah. So, did you carve any pumpkins this year? Or I did uh, actually Zana? at my at my t- at my uh, team meeting up in Wisconsin. Everybody carved a spooky one, and I carved a big in on my pumpkin like a dickhead. And then, <laughs> um, and then they you had carved a big N on your pumpkin. Was, was that for yeah, Negroes? Nebraska? Oh no! Oh, oh. Jesus! No! Oh, oh. my God! Oh! Whoa! Well, gee! Whoa! Just thought uh, you were no. carving your favorite, favorite, uh, for <laughs> favorite secondary race. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, um, uh, no! <laughs> um, well, Jesus! It was for, it was for Nebraska, Daryl. It was the big block in. I Nebraska. know. I just gotta throw these things out here to make you make you make you uncomfortable, Chris. I gotta I gotta see how you handle adversity. I'm Scott Frost of podcasting. Okay, I gotta. Yeah, uh, see how you handle uh, your adversity. Man, you you threw the old oh man, you threw the banana peel down and got me to almost <laughs> you almost <laughs> slipped. <laughs> oh yeah. god, that was good. That was good. That was yeah. We carved uh, we carved some pumpkins <laughs> last weekend, and we did a uh, oogie boogie from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas into a pumpkin. You you know you mentioned the Nightmare Before Christmas two or three podcasts. Did you ago, watch so it? We tried. We tried, bro. We tried. And I made it like 11 minutes into it, and I was like, turn this off. This is bunk. It was not good. And it was honestly a little terrifying. I didn't. I just, okay, so don't hide it. behind bunk. Just say you were a scared little bitch. Okay, all right. If we're just being real. Keep it real, Chris. If we're just being if real. Scared bitch, it was a little spooky. Bitch. Yeah, it was cool. a little spooky. So we put on Hotel Transylvania 3, and we changed the vibe up, and that was way more fun. Oh, hey man, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, did the kids no. like it at least? Uh, th- they were pretty into it, and then I think they got a little spooked too because, and, then, and they didn't keep it as real as I just did. They were more like, uh, "Hey, you offered to maybe buy Hotel Transylvania three. Can we maybe do that instead?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, we can definitely do that." So I just like how the kids used that uh, kind of clever ploy. Huh? We're not scared. You're scared. I'm not crying. No, You're was, crying. Was, it, yeah, it was thinly veiled at best, but I I, I let him off the hook. <laughs> oh yeah, Hotel Transylvania three, still still a great great movie. Adam Sandler, impossibly funny. Good. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Chris, I think we should close this one on up. Uh, we got we got talked about a lot of stuff. I feel like this might be the most real podcast we've ever done. Yeah, you uh, yeah, you made me feel bad for a minute, but we we pulled back from that. It's okay, Chris. I mean, you know, <laughs> I just got to speak my mind, man. This country is hey, all man, you gotta, fucked you gotta up. Say dude. what you got to say. I I'm, I agree. That's, let's uh, let's let's close you, it. Down you're my now. brother, man. You're right here. Okay, you're invited to the you're invited to the barbecue every year. Atta boy. Every year. Atta boy. All right. boy. Just don't make me wear that goddamn Trump shirt. Dude, listen, <laughs> I'm saving that for another podcast, but yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Bet. <laughs> All right. And we got to get right, one brother. for OSU, but yeah. All right. Um, I've been Daryl. And I've been Chris. And you guys have been absolutely amazing. Thank you for listening to two dope brothers in the podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Later guys. Later. Hey, thanks guys again for listening to two dope podcasts. We really appreciate having you guys on. We really love to hear back from you and uh, know what kind of feedback you have for us. If there's anything we can improve on or if there's anything you would like to hear us talk about, please visit us on Twitter at T-W-O-D-O-P-E-P-O-D-7-7.
C-A-S-T. That's right. Visit us at Two Dope Podcast, and we would love to hear your feedback so we can help improve and make better episodes. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and we really appreciate you.